Hello and welcome to another episode of the Team Alternative Podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on all social media. So we recently saw uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. We went to the IMAX theater in um, at CityWalk, which we normally do for big time releases, uh, which was pleasant. Uh, it was a pain in the ass to get the tickets, though. Because both me and Brian had issues trying to get tickets. And yeah, that's a whole rant in itself about how tickets are released. I don't like how they had like an announcement of when tickets go on sale. Because then it made them impossible to get. Because everyone's on at the same time. I don't, I don't know. That was a pain in the ass. But that's, that's a whole rant for a different story. Yeah, so they really need to refine the the getting the tickets thing because like we waited in on that online line to buy tickets for a while yeah and but also they kind of went early they did no i don't think they went early i think we didn't consider time zones i don't everything should be on west coast time good luck with that one everything the east coast people are racist towards us west coasters why do you say like we're a different race because Trying to schedule with people uh, as a gamer who live on the East Coast, it is a constant struggle between East Coast and West Coast time, and it's a very back and forth thing. And I have determined that they are just racist towards people in different time zones. Oh, well, I mean, I just don't like that they did that. Don't then they need to make it a bigger thing to say it's East Coast time because they didn't. No, they did not. Because it was a surprise. So anyway, moving on. We got there. We got there. Uh, the seats weren't terrible. They were very far to the left, but um, they weren't terrible. Any. I didn't have any problems really. No, I was fine. I've had worse. I've had worse seats at IMAX theater. I was sat in the front row, and that was painful. That like physically hurt my neck to have to constantly look up. And the seats don't go back. Like these are not. Recliners. Uh, yeah, they're they're not reclining seats. They're in their IMAX, so they step as many people as they can in there. So you're kind of just looking straight up, and it was, yeah, that was not a great experience. But this one was not bad. It was fine. We were a few rows back, a little to the left, but it didn't really bother the seats all that much. Um, My neck only started bothering me like at the very end. It was pretty long, but honestly, I don't know how long it was, but I mean, there was no, there was no point where I was just like, I want this to be over. I want, I, I love the movie. I wanted it to be as long as possible. It was two hours and 28 minutes. Sounds about right. Now, but going into it, we had to, uh, you said, uh, what are the odds that I get my, my seat? Yeah. So we were sitting in the, sitting in the lobby, standing in the lobby. We were getting a, um, a rebate for parking, which we do normally, um, and I was asking Brian what he thought my chances were of having my seat kicked. And I said 33%. He said 30... How much did you say? 33%. 33%. Yeah. Which I thought was a very specific number and very odd of him. Yeah. But another thing was... I... So this all goes back to... What did we see last time? Suicide Squad? In IMAX? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we saw Suicide Squad. For those of you that listened to that episode, you know all too well. The guy behind me was essentially karate kicking my seat throughout (laughs) the entire movie. And, like, 
I can somehow I can somewhat understand um, the um, the kicking of a seat or like grazing of the seat or whatever. Maybe once, are, twice at tops. I've never kicked the seat in front of me. They're re- they don't recline. It's very cramped. Yeah. But at the same time, I would think that you would make a conscious decision to try and not hit the seat in front of you. Much like sitting when sitting next to somebody like we have all done. Uh, you wouldn't want to, I don't know, touch the person sitting next to you that you don't know. No, like accidentally bump elbows on the on the armrest, no big deal. But you know, if you're just gonna just like lean over some weird ass shit, or I don't, I don't know, just like not keep it to yourself. No, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. So I feel like you would make that decision to try and not hit the seat in front of you. And the problem that I was having at that point was he was hitting my seat consistently, and it was pissing me off because. I ignore it one time, I ignore it two times, but by the third time, especially very early on in the movie, I start to become concerned that it's going to be a trend and I can't focus on the movie. So I had turned around and I had said, hey, do you mind? And he had his mask on and I don't remember exactly what he said. It was kind of mumbled and I think somebody like got shot and killed or something at that point. Which is another reason that I can't stand that people... Plenty, plenty of that happened during that movie, though. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> that's another reason why I think that people should understand that to try to limit their distractions from other moviegoers is when I have to tell you, hey, can you stop kicking my seat, I am now out of it and I am now being distracted. Yeah. Which is essentially what every theater that I have ever been to has a... 15 second video on not doing to fellow moviegoers. Yeah. So when I was, uh, he kept kicking my seat and it was, it was pissing me off. I turned around the first time I said, you know, at first I'm fine with it. I'm like, Hey, you're kicking my seat. Can you stop? And then once I got to like the fourth or fifth time, I finally turned around. I said, Hey, I use colorful language. Can you not kick my seat? In which he kind of looked over at me, uh, bent over and kind of shrugged, put his hands out like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you don't have to kick my seat. (laughs) And the reason why I know that this can be avoided is I'm 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 a big guy. Never shy away from it. I'm on the taller side. If I cannot, if I can avoid hitting the seat in front of me, which I do a fantastic job of. You can do it too. <laughs> it's not very hard. And even though we say it's kind of cramped, you still have plenty of room to kind of stretch a little bit. Yeah, yeah there's enough room for someone to walk in front of you. Yeah, so you might have to like scooch up uh, yeah. like scooch up into your seat, but like there's no reason why you can't avoid there should be no reason you're hitting the seat in front of you. So anyway, I would say this time it was only like once or twice. Okay. Because I got my, cause my seat got kicked about four times. Oh, I so didn't know that. I got hit by it this time. <laughs> oh, well. But that was by far 
Well, not by far, but that was not the most annoying thing about, about having to watch this movie in a big-ass crowd. So I love the IMAX theater, but when we had to see it day one, or as early as possible, especially this one because spoilers. Um, we need to see there it the is, day of, I think. There is, but the thing is, there is just so much cheering and yelling in the theater that this, for some reason, becomes socially acceptable when there's launches like this because it's like everyone knows everyone's all excited to see it and stuff but the kids to the left of us were so goddamn loud <laughs> and, and and at specific points in the film which are spoiler heavy so i'm not gonna say it now but man, we'll get to it they would me. not shut the fuck up it was so <laughs> annoying so to to jump on brian's point i'll give him a breather there was a a uh, not a, I wouldn't say an incident, but there was a strange um, happening before the movie started. It was during the credits, or not the credits, the trailers, where the seat next to Brian was bought by um, a dad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who I assume his wife was and two daughters him. had the three or two seats behind him. Yeah. So... This is a two-part story, so bear with me. The first part is, he, so he's asking which one of us is sitting in C-29. We had C-26, 27, and 28. Yeah. I check the tickets con- constantly before we sit down because I do not want to sit in the wrong spot and have that embarrassing, hey, you're in my seat, can you get up? Yeah, especially in, especially in a movie like this where every seat was taken. Yeah, and we like to get there early so we're not the people that have to scoot by everybody during the trailers, yeah, much like this guy had to, or other people who thank God I don't know their names or I would blast them. Anyway, not really though. I mean, you're there before the movie starts, but come on. So he starts asking, and of course Brian is like, "Uh, you know, no, this isn't 29." But he keeps like pushing to the point where the kid who's sitting in his seat and his friends, who, which you were speaking of, yeah, are looking at me. For some reason, like <laughs> I'm in seat 29 when I know for a fact I'm in seat 27. <laughs> you weren't even close. So I get pissed off and I go, okay. And this always happens with me and I can't stand that I do it, but I do it. And I've done it all my life is when someone tries to convince me or give me a look and say that I am wrong when I know I am right. And I know I am dead right. I then second guess myself, check, and then become instantly infuriated when I am now absolutely sure that I am correct where I kind of lash out just a tiny bit. So he asked another time and I said, and I looked at my seat and then I looked at your seat with my flashlight on my phone. Because the the seat numbers, by the way, are like the front of the bottom cushion that you sit on. So you can't see it when you're sitting on it, which is bad design, by the way. Yeah. IMAX. So, so I checked mine and I checked Brian. I said, okay, and then I reached over Brian's head and pointed and go, this is seat 29, that is your seat. <laughs> and the kid looks at me, and I go, you're in a seat. <laughs> and the kid gets up, and then his friends are like, oh, just sit in front of me. Blah, blah. Yeah, because they, they, I heard the mutter, and just like, I don't know what fucking seats I bought. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean? You how don't do you, know I don't understand you how you don't What do you mean you don't know what seat you bought? I knew, I'd known the seats we gotten since we bought them. Yeah. And it's just really dumb that that's even something that someone said. So we sit down, or they, he sits on his seat, 
we get through the we the first part of the movie, and there's a lot of talking behind me, specifically from a woman, who's saying things like, "Oh, there he goes," or yeah, "Oh my okay. gosh, I hope he's okay," or "Oh wow." At one point, I turn around, and I do this usually to see what's going on before I turn around and start yelling at somebody who I don't know. Everybody's different. I don't want to, you know, if it's actually a kid or something like that or whatever. I I understand it to a certain extent, but it was a little much. I turn around, and I was thinking of saying something, but then I saw it was a woman who had what I assume is her daughter in her lap. And I was like, that is the only time I'll find that acceptable. But at the same time, just turning around and looking, and if they see that you turn around yes. and look, that's acknowledgement in itself. It's like, and oh, someone notices that when, I'm too loud. And I have to say, when I turn, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe you heard more than I did, but when I had turned around to see, I didn't hear her much after that. I don't remember what the point was. At a certain point, my attention went way away from her and to the kids to our left. Oh, okay, so there was that. So, and then we had another instance of the family on the other side of uh, Shelby, my girlfriend, was the two guys that had comments for everything, which I was hearing, but they were doing kind of a better job of saying it between themselves, but they were also being a little loud. And they, I lost my shit with them because... We'll get to that point later because it's a spoiler. Yeah. But and then also there's another part of the kids next to you that I have an issue with. So um we're almost fifteen minutes into this and we have only been passing people, which I thought we would never do because we're trying to be more people. This is go- this is gonna happen when we go to when we we're at full theaters. We actually haven't been in a full theater all that often. We yeah. usually see stuff later at night at like a eight thirty or nine o'clock. Show yeah, it's a five o'clock on. on a Friday, yeah. and then we get a nice little dose of reality when we realize, man, once the theater is filled, uh, all of a sudden all the etiquette goes right out the goddamn door. Yeah, so I don't mind the cheering and stuff so much within reason. Within reason. Because I was also freaking out at some points, which we will get into. But we'll okay, so we'll get we'll but get to that point. Once people start talking, shut up so I can listen to the movie. Especially when it comes to dialogue. Yes. When somebody's talking or and I feel comfortable saying this because I may or may not be giving things away, but I mean there's somebody you have to kinda of expect this to a certain point. When somebody's dying or somebody's dying and then speaking you need to shut the hell up. Yeah. Because that's an important plot point where we need to be listening. And Brian is going to start shaking his head when I get to this point of it could then pay off later said something happening yeah. or being said. So with that being said, we can get into the, the spoiler part. Don't listen any farther if you don't want it spoiled. It was a great movie. Go see it. Go see it right away, too. Because the spoilers Go see are, it right the spoilers away. are not going to hold. I mean, this episode's kind of coming out late. Well, not too, terribly too late. This is actually probably the best space we had in between movie releases. But anyway, go see it. Don't listen any farther from right now. So, continuing our rant. Yeah. The kids next to Brian, if they weren't kids that 
If I was in a worse mood, I would I would have pulled a big brother and I would have pulled him aside and told him, hey. Shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so there's a moment where uh, Andrew shows up. Yes. And uh, everybody starts cheering, but at a lag because for some reason nobody recognized him when he first enters the, the frame. Only when he gets closer to the portal and that's opens do people start to lose their minds. The kids to his left start screaming that they don't want Toby or they don't don't want want, Andrew. They want Toby. They want Toby. They just keep screaming Toby. To the point where I almost stood up and said, shut the fuck up. I'm the one that grew up with Toby. (laughs) You can kiss my ass. But they kept – and what sucks is Andrew's fully into this house. They've started the dialogue of, you're not our Peter. And the kids are still saying we want Toby. Like Toby's – like I just don't understand – I couldn't understand it to the point of I broke my number one rule and I spoke out. And I said there's plenty of runtime left in the movie because there was at least another fucking hour left. Oh, easily. There was easily another hour left. Because they were only just setting up that Andrew was in the fucking movie. And uh, and these kids are screaming, Toby! The first Spider-Man came out in 2002. Those kids were not born. No, those kids were not born. Those kids were not born. They should have wanted, kids, an, they wanted Andrew. Those, those kids were not itching their dad's testicles <laughs> at that point. Shut the fuck up. So... They start, they start screaming for Toby. And then I don't remember exactly what happened. But the kids next to Shelby started yelling something. And I looked over and I said, you too? <laughs> I said something like, you too. I don't remember. Um, but there's a point in the movie. And I know we're jumping around and we do that a lot. Being annoying is contagious is what the moral yeah. is. So I get, especially with movies like this, I get the losing it a little bit. Because when uh, Matt Murdock was shown on screen, I don't remember the last time I cheered and clapped. Oh, there was a lot of cheering when that happened. And you can't blame me. I love Daredevil. He's one of my favorite that was, comic book. That was something that, like, there were a lot of rumors and stuff about. Uh, Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire being in the movie. It wasn't like the biggest surprise. When that what happened. I find funny is... I had no idea they are going to uh, bring in Daredevil. Yeah. What's, what I find funny is that was a rumor based on one photo of Deborah Ann Wall that was having lunch with Kirsten Dunst near the filming location for No Way Home. Yeah. But what I found even funnier is they not only announced that he was the Daredevil of the MCU and he was going to be in Future Things... A week before this movie came out, but there was no footage of him. Yet we still had leaked footage of Andrew. Well, I mean, he only had one scene. He had one scene, but anyway, that's, it's it's harder to leak with just that one scene. But yeah, it was. Uh, he came in for that one scene, but that was definitely the biggest surprise. I think the one thing that had I had not seen, maybe rumored or leaked at any point. I had no idea that was going to happen. I I had heard rumors that he was in it. But it was one of those things where I was like, we haven't heard anything. I'm not so sure. And that picture of them them having – that didn't make any sense to me because unless they were both in the movie, which unless they're on the cutting room floor, they weren't. There was no point to it. So the Daredevil part lost my mind. 
especially the part where that brick gets thrown through the window and he catches it and oh, Peter's yeah. like, how did you do that? And he goes, I'm a very good lawyer. <laughs> um, yeah. So and I, I remember leaning over to uh, my girlfriend and I said, this whole movie could suck that made up for the entire thing. <laughs> Um, so going back to, uh, we're jumping around our continuous rant about the movie experiences, the, the kids sitting next to Shelby, who I know they're kids. I get it. They're very excited. They were, I was right behind them walking back from the bathroom and I could hear their excitement and I get that. But at the point where Aunt May is dying and speaking, you need to shut up. And at one point, I don't remember, and she's sitting on the couch right now. Maybe she can she could chime in. It was when she was dying or giving her last words or something like that, and they were laugh. Was it they were laughing? Yeah. So she shakes her head and like scoffs, and I immediately went, "I can't stand this because I know what's going to happen. If they ruin it for her, it's going to ruin it for me." So I instantly reached across her and like tapped the kid on the shoulder and I said, Hey, you mind? Come on. And I'm surprised they were with a mom. I don't know if it was their mom, but like, I'm surprised a mom didn't say any, I was expecting the mom to say something. Cause when they were walking by us at the end of the, when the movie ended, they kind of stopped and I was like, here we go. And they kept walking and I was like, all right, I dodged a Karen moment. So, um, that's funny. I don't think besides the kids next to you, the mom gets a pass from me. If she the went behind you. Yeah. She gets a pass from me only because of the the kid. I I see Shelby shaking her head no, because I know she said <laughs> don't bring your kids to a movie on that day. And I know what you mean. Take them what, you think the next Monday or something, like during the week? Any other time and not IMAX. Okay, I can understand that. Especially when it's like $25 a ticket. They had a toddler? There was a toddler? Oh, that was, yeah, no, that was one of the... Oh, yeah, 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 there was a toddler, yeah. You didn't see that? What? It was near the end... Uh, was it the the post-credits? Well, the, who walked in... Yeah, they passed... Oh, the oh, dad yes, passed... Yes, 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 uh, yes, now I remember. Yeah. Passed a baby back to him. I remember because I was talking to you when that was happening. Yeah. And it didn't... To their credit, the kid was was, uh, quieter than the kids. I got to be completely honest with you. If your kid stays quiet and I don't notice them, that's very... That's... Kudos. Um, If the mom talked any more than she did, I got to be honest, it's probably like you, like I was too focused on the the jackasses next to you. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, next to the guy that was next to you. Or... uh, you know, the two people to to Shelby's right or the Pat Summerall, John Madden duo behind me. <laughs> um, I might have aged myself. But uh, what was irritating, and I, I, I don't know if I explained this to you guys, though, was every single time something was happening or something was revealed, Stan Lee behind me thought he knew everything and started saying things like, oh... Well, you know, this happened. So there's a, that part where Ned talks to Toby and Toby's like, yeah, my best friend tried to kill me and he died in my arms. And then Ned takes that information, goes to Tom and goes, I promise never to to 
or no, he asked Tom, like, would you ever kill me or something? It's something like that. Yeah. And then there's that internet rumor that Ned is Hobgoblin, which let me tell you something. Ned in the Spider-Man movies that we are currently in the middle of experiencing is not fucking Hobgoblin. <laughs> He's closer to fucking Grimace than the Hobgoblin. So anyway... Uh, the kid, the guy behind me goes, yeah, 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 because he's the Hobgoblin. And I'm like, I really wanted to turn around and be like, he's not fucking Hobgoblin. What you have to understand is only in like two or three comic book arcs is Ned Hobgoblin. Usually he's like a a, a nobody. Uh, I think he's like a scientist or, or something. I forget what exactly he is. But... Yes, I get that rumor, and I kind of—I guess it kind of makes sense. They're not going to do everything they, with these characters. Though. They're not. No, you they're can't not. Do everything. They're not. I mean, for the longest time, we didn't know MJ was MJ until this movie. Yeah. Even though her initials were MJ. Like so that—that that, that was it. It could have been a completely different character, but you just say, but they just add the initials MJ, so it's just like there is your connection. Yeah, and then, so like, that was really pissing me off, and I just drove me nuts because. Like, every time something happened, they're like, oh, God, man, they're going to show... I think at one point they said something like, oh, man, the X-Men are definitely going to show up. And I was like, yeah, that the sounds, fucking X-Men that like a huge are going to show... You know how big of a jump that is? You know, they use this term in television, jumping the shark. And in movies, they call it nuking the fridge. There was... That wouldn't be a big enough nuke or a big enough fridge. That would be insane... <laughs> If you threw the X Men in this movie, like it, it didn't, it wouldn't have made any narrative sense. No. At that point, it turns into um, Spider Man Two Electric Boogaloo, and there's no, there's no point in having that movie be labeled Spider Man. It's like Civil War. Could have been called Avengers. Could have. You know. But it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. It was. It was Captain America film. And it very much was a Captain America film when you really think about the story of it. Yeah, so it, that drove me nuts. They kept talking, and it was pissing me off. And at one point, they said something funny because it was borderline stupid. Where, um, what happens? Um, somebody, uh, like, attacks Andrew or something like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Andrew's talking to Electro, and Electro's like, oh, you're just a kid. And he goes, yeah. Oh man, I was really hoping you're black. And everybody oh, starts yeah, cheering, yeah, yeah. and behind me, he goes, he looks at his friend, and goes, yeah, because you know Miles Morales is black. I'm like no shit. And I really wanted to turn and be like, no shit, he is. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Or he said he might have said something more the lines of like, oh, that he's talking about Miles Morales. It's just like, and I wanted to turn and be like. He's not talking about Miles Morales. It's like a, uh, uh, what's the word for it? Not an Easter egg, but it's like a, I don't think you'd call it a callback either. I forget. I it's just a, a, a reference. But it, they, it, it, they, it they is was, kind I of annoying, uh, all those comments that came in when we're at an IMAX showing for Spider-Man the Friday of its release. Who Everyone in here paid $25 to see this movie. Everyone knows these very blatantly obvious connections that they're making in the Easter eggs they're talking about. You don't need to explain it to somebody like they're a fucking toddler. 
right next to you. They bought the ticket for this movie. If they weren't really into the movie, they would have waited. Yeah. So another thing that pissed me off was those kids that were saying, oh, we want Toby, is Andrew's shown up at that point. Yeah. And we've already established that there's amazing Spider-Man villains in the movie and the Sam Raimi trilogy villains are in the movie. Minus Venom. Um, Toby's going to show up. You know he's going to At that point, you know yeah. Toby's... And he shows up, what, five minutes later? Not even. It was like two or three, it was like two or three minutes later. There and shows like up in plain clothes, jokes. which was kind of an underwhelming uh, debut, I think. Like, the day... The, Walking through the portal in plain clothes, just being like yeah. Kai was kind of lackluster. Very underwhelming. I thought Andrews was over the top awesome. No, his was really good. Because they did, it, was, they did a, it was a really well done scene. That that could have gone a million different ways. Yeah, so that was great. So should we get to the actual review of it, even though we're yeah, at we may as well, we, we, We've touched on major plot points here and there. I mean, realistically, this could be a three-hour talk. We can go at this forever. We could do these, yeah. We could do, I think a lot of these reviews we could actually do longer, but it's... There's just so much to talk about with this movie. With yeah. all. And that about does it for another episode of the Team Alternative Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode, and if you liked it, don't forget to hit the subscribe or the like button. If you've already done so, be sure to check out our other content on YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook. We haven't really done anything on the TikTok and Twitter. Thanks as always and stay tuned.